Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 809, Big Team Bug, recorded live on January 20th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am your co-host, Duststorm. And I am your co-host, Godzilla T. And we are once again without a hoss, because family stuff. Again. Life. Life. Family. Things happen. Uh, but we're here on the verge of some exciting new stuff happening in Halo Infinite. Uh, we got a hotfix for BTB coming in see how effective that is we've got a new event happening in Halo Infinite multiplayer we've got some updates for HCS coming down the pipeline from the last HCS tournament and then some things coming down the pipe in the future events and a whole bunch of other little things here and there but it'll be a little bit of a shorter show looking to get some guests lined up hopefully we can get uh, Silver on to talk about the sunsetting of the 360 stuff and a few other folks and actually get the giveaway posted for the Infinite console Woo-hoo. next week. And I plan to play on Dragon Friday tomorrow as well. So that'd be nice to actually hop on some multiplayer since I haven't done that in probably over a month. Uh, anyways, a lot of little things to talk about on the podcast tonight. Probably won't be super long. Probably a nice little short one before we kind of really start to kick things off for the year. But first things first, let's go ahead and jump on into a little bit of a podtacular recap. Yes, cosplay giveaway, or we'll have a giveaway. GT, how did Fragon Friday go last week? Went really well. Apparently, Good. MCC has problems with Big Team, too. Oh, oh no. We were having oh, some no. issues. That's uh, actually, not good to hear. MCC was having some sync issues. <laughs> I think we had to restart our builds like six times. <laughs> like, every time someone new joined... We had to exit the build and then oh, no. everybody come back into the build. So what the heck? Pro- problems aren't limited to infinite right now. And there hasn't been any updates for MCC lately, uh, right? Yeah, well, I not that I know of. But yeah, wow. So, but it was still fun. We did manage to get some games in. So nice. I still suck at Halo Three. Just in case anybody wants to know, I think my best game I had five kills okay. with the Warthog. Objective games? Because kills don't kill don't matter as much in objective games. I'm trying to throw you a bone here. Yeah, I'm trying Take to remember it. if we even if we even played any objective games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to lie. <laughs> just just, you know, say you were you were playing your, your old role of bait. Yeah, no. No? No, I just couldn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you have some you have those nights sometimes and sometimes that's just what you have to deal with and other times you get you surprise yourself and be like, a, oh. let me tell you a secret. I never have those nights in Halo 3. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Gotta give yourself some credit every now and then. Although the other night on in Infinite I popped off pretty good. Nice. That was kind of fun. Other night as in you just kind of no, playing on your like, own. This is like Monday or Tuesday night. Yeah, I was gotcha. playing by myself. Gotcha. 
Very I, nice. I was in offline mode playing. Cool. I spent most of the day Monday hunting for stuff. Very nice. Pin said there was a little bit of a objective on Friday. Yeah, get a game. Oh. <laughs> GT's rolling with them jokes tonight, folks. Might as well just let GT go off on stand up. Yeah, I meant stand up no. with GT. <laughs> well, good. I'm planning on hopping in with everyone on game night this week, or by the time people are listening to download last week. And we'll see what people decide to do. Either Infinite, MCC, or Halo 5. I have a feeling Halo 5 is probably done for a while, but I don't know. Kind of, you, you never know. I mean, it could surprise us. There is, uh, there's always Super Fiesta. That is I'm actually, true. I'm actually kind of craving some Super Fiesta. That's a very good point. So the vote may be skewed. I, d- I don't know. GT might put in a couple of votes in his favor for Halo 5. We'll see what happens. Click, maybe. click. Maybe. He's like, click, click. push it over to <laughs> you. Speaking of which, it kind of remind me a little bit. Pins has an initial draft of the game night bingo card. So for those that decide to come watch us on Fridays on our Twitch stream, you can participate in the little bingo card. And one of them is that you override the vote. That is one of the items on that card. I only do. I only decide when there's a tie. Unless it's tomorrow night and he wants to really do Halo 5. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens, folks. We'll see what happens. Well, good. I'm glad everything turned out great. Um, I went out to dinner with the wife for my birthday. Had a really nice tomahawk steak and lobster. It was really delicious. Really expensive. Yeah, I can't get really good lobster out here. It was pretty good. It's it's edible. I mean, and it tastes fine, but I wouldn't put it up against the coast. It just, it's, nah. Sure. Sure. And yes, Pins, there are many people in the Halo community that prefer Halo 3 over pretty much every other Halo game. First person shooter wise, it's out there. And they are wrong. Oh. <laughs> Are they wrong when it's probably the majority of the community? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, that was a very nice night to spend some time with the wife, but I will be back in the hot seat with folks tomorrow for some Halo. Looking forward to getting back into it uh, on Friday nights. It's been quite some time since I've played on the Fragment Friday, so looking forward to getting back in with everybody. So, looking forward to seeing you on the Twitch streams, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll see if Halo 5 gets picked. Just so you know, I do not vote. I just make the decision. Anyway. <laughs> um, Until he votes to sway the vote. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I vote for all of them because I have to put the options up there. So, abuse maybe of power we'll, or... <laughs> maybe it'll magically fix BTB in Infinite. Maybe. We will see. Supposedly, there was another hotfix that came out, I think, today. for BTBs. Yeah, from what I've seen so far, it made it worse. <laughs> oh, no. So there was a, a update that came out earlier this week, either Monday or Tuesday, I think, which made marginal improvements, apparently. Yeah, and then the they, really, they, they uh, released another hotfix and broke it. That hurts. That hurts. 
at least for some people, I've only heard, you know, I've only heard a couple of opinions like Mint Blintz. He can't play big team at all. It, it will not find a game. Well, he's for probably him. screwed because, well, I mean, I would, I would assume there's probably enough people playing in Australia that actually would have a decent population. Well, he can't connect it. to any, he can't connect to anybody. Ooh, excuse me. Anybody. I wonder, do they, do they, does Microsoft have a data center in, in Australia? I'm guessing they well, probably yes. do. Yes. <laughs> Why would they not? They sell the game in Australia. I mean, they sell the game in a whole bunch of countries, but they don't necessarily have data centers everywhere. They have servers everywhere. Yes, they do. Not Azure data centers, which is where all these are Xbox titles are running off of. They still have they still have connections to the Halo servers. Oh yeah, they have connections. I'm just wondering if there's something on the Australian landmass for well, I'm sure the there is, seeing it's so far removed from everybody else. I mean I, I would, But even I would still so. you know, he plays you know, I've caught him on games. You know, he's been in you know, I've caught him in some of my matches. Really? Unfortunately, unfortunately he was on the other team. <laughs> and the latency can only help you so much, right? Latency is not for him. a problem for him. Because he wiped my butt with the floor. <laughs> oh, man. That's wild. Anyway, yeah, those were nights. I, those were times that I couldn't sleep. Okay, fair enough. Anyway. So we've got that happening on Fridays. We've also got Achieving Halo happening on Sundays. Bobby and I went back to Halo Wars to start doing some of the grinding for the general rank. And we actually came across some other people doing some achievements in the Deathmatch playlist. Yeah. We got two games in where we matched each other, and then we tried to do two more, and we couldn't match match, each other. Yeah, it was interesting. It it was kind of a fluke because we had spent all this time over the past year and a half, two years, only finding each other. Well, it's like the other night when I was doing reach achievements. I'm I have eight players in a ten player playlist, and I managed to find two people, one of which didn't have the DLC. Sure. <laughs> anyway, and. Sorry, Barbara, you're correct. They, they they weren't necessarily doing achievements, but they were in the playlist that we were doing to expeditely get the achievement that we need, which is the general rank. And they happened to be in the same playlist that we were searching in. <laughs> we did not end up getting each other. So we, we called it for the night after that. But we got two games in. So we probably have another 10 to 12 hours worth of games before we actually... Both get the the general rank. So I gotta fire that up and play that again. I haven't played that in a long time. Yeah, been a while. I need to get off my butt and go through Definitive Edition and get all those the achievements again <laughs> in Definitive Edition. It's like really. Yeah, the general rank is not in Definitive Edition, so it's not. Thank God. Right. Uh, there are th- that was a grind. Yeah. Apparently, there are three data centers in Australia on the. East coast of Australia. There's not even any on the West coast. I don't think there's anybody that lives on the West coast of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Is that supposed to be poking fun at something that I'm not tracking? <laughs> yeah. Or- it's the left, co- left coast. Okay. But just, just in general. Anyway. No, I, I have no idea. I, 
don't know anything about Australia other than the popular things about Sydney. That's pretty much it. Gotcha. And that's where Oni headquarters is. That is true. You have Sydney on the east. I believe Melbourne's west coast, if I'm not mistaken. We are slowly, gradually getting towards our last achievement for both of us in Halo Wars, and that'll knock another 360 title off of our plate. And that's it for the gaming uh, night side of things. As far as particular community stuff, Perrin goes, yeah. She was nice. retired. Actually, at this point, she she might be retired. She might not even be at Earth anymore. Uh, we do have some community uh, stuff going on. Uh, lots of people sharing uh, different pieces of of content that they've made. Some little video clips we've seen. A couple of people have shared some screenshots. Uh, mostly just uh, little video clips. Keys shared something a little bit ago. So did Ace. Not too much else, though. Seen a lot of people actually posting some of their Spartan armor customization and loadouts on mm-hmm. Twitter and Reddit. So that seems to kind of be the the new thing, which is pretty cool. That people actually, even even though the store is a little bit jacked, and we're kind of waiting to see what changes they'll make, people are showing off their stuff, and it seems like people are really enjoying it. Some of it is gaudy. Wow, and I'm like. It, it's a little all over the place. Yeah. yeah. You 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 did that on purpose? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm all I'm all up for you know, making your Spartan look however you want, but really? <laughs> I mean, the options are there. Someone had to design it in the first place. But hey, everyone has their own different taste for their own Spartan, and that is okay. Well, it's, I mean, it's like at work, you know, everybody asks me what I think, you know, when it comes to make how to make a truck look. I'm like, it's your truck. Make it look however you want. Make it look however you want. If yeah. nobody else likes it, who gives a rat's butt? It's your truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your car. No one really matters to you. Hey, Prestige, thanks for the sub. Back down to tier one. Thanks, bud. Oh, and uh, I also posted my Let Me Out box clip, so... Oh, I did see that. I did see that. How did you get stuck in there? The ground pound trick. Okay. I thought that might have been it. Except for I didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) And he got stuck on the last level. That's all right. That wasn't the first time I died anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. It it took me a little bit to figure out the harbinger. Did you have to like reset checkpoint or kill yourself? Or how did you? I just killed myself. So basically reset checkpoint. That'll do it. Yep. But, you know, the chieftain only killed me like 20 times. That chieftain is really annoying. He can move for an 800-pound gorilla. Yeah, he can run. Carrying a 700-pound hammer. In some ways, it's like, how are you a lot more difficult than Eshram to fight? What? 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 I Huh? What? (laughs) Have you watched... Silver's lasso guide on the Eshram fight yet? I have not. It is. I'm assuming this is legend. Is this legendary Lazo without the tank gun or with the tank gun? With the tank gun. With tank gun. It is comical how quickly you can kill Eshram. Like, like, are we talking 20 seconds? Well, I mean, there is the whole animation part. One shot. 
One shot? One shot. And it's not even the tank gun that kills him. What? When you shoot Eshram. Uh-huh. Of course, the impact hits him. And yeah. it does damage. But it's when he smacks the wall is what kills him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you basically splatter Eshram and kill him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, the actually the Chacklock and Jega fights are more intense than Eshroom is. Huh. I'm gonna have to go check that out. That's that's really interesting. Hide on the stairs, Prestige. I, really? When when you go into the room, you pick up the little hologram thing. As soon as the cutscene ends, stairs? as soon as the cutscene ends. Shoot Jega to blow him away from you, and then run to the stairs right behind you, and he he won't go down the stairs. And you can just kind of peek around the corner. He doesn't know how to threat- use stairs. And throw a lot of threat sensors. He doesn't know how to use stairs. No, he'll <laughs> he'll go downstairs if you're downstairs, but if you're just on the stairs, he won't use them. Oh, huh. That's very interesting. Or just pile up all the energy cores before you uh, pick up the little thing. <laughs> and then just blow them up. You can probably get a splatter that way just with the explosions acceleration. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it's absolutely hilarious. The big baddie in the entire campaign, and he dies with one shot. I'm going to have to check that out. That's That sounds it, It's crazy. comical. It is absolutely comical. You're like, really? This is Lasso? <laughs> Right. Uh, since Cosplay was in here earlier, too, he shared a clip on Friday last week in Halo 4. I guess it was probably during uh, Big Team Night with you guys or maybe with uh, on his own stream. But he got a headshot in Halo 4 on a Warthog on the Valhalla remake. Nice. It, it was It was so lagged and delayed that he had no idea how he got hedged, how the headshot happened. Mm, gotta love that net code. It's like, okay, pretty close, but then it was literally more than half a second later before the game registered that it was a kill or even hit the person in the first place. So, there was that. Anyways, if people are interested in sharing some clips with us or sharing your Spartan with us, we'd love to talk about it. You can drop it in our Discord com slash discord and we will talk about it during our little community summary at the beginning of our shows just like we did now on to the news side of things not too much has happened we kind of already talked about the big team battle hot fix that was supposed to fix big team which did a little bit and then they released something new today which apparently has broken things a lot more consider that when you're voting in our game night for tomorrow <laughs> Uh, which game we'll be playing, although it doesn't sound like MCC was much better last week anyway. So Halo Five? I I we'll see what we'll see what the vote is. There might be a vote override depending which game actually works. <laughs> Stay uh, tuned and come over to Twitch to find for, out. After about the third time I had to reset MCC, I was seriously considering changing the title or changing the game. I mean at that point like, why like, not? Really? <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, then Halo 5 would be broke as more. Broke more. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something I have to fix. I haven't got all my custom games transferred over to my Series X. For Halo 5? No, for MCC. Oh, okay. Halo 5, it it automatically syncs them because they're not downloads. They're all cloud, that's right. Bookmark. That's right. Yeah. You know, you think for all the updates that they've made to MCC, that'd be one thing that they actually would focus on just a little bit? What's that? Custom game file count? No. And transferability and... Count, yes. I prefer to download them over bookmarking them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I don't like the bookmark system. I mean, don't get me wrong, it has its benefits. One is you can move from console to console and you always have your bookmarks. And if the creator updates the map, it automatically updates the map. But it can also break the map, too. Yeah, because updates tend to do that with Forge files. Prestige, you're not missing a whole lot, <laughs> but I would recommend going through it. I mean, there's, there's a couple of things that might play into the Halo Infinite campaign. Just just a little bit. Is it essential? Eh, depends. It's worth at least it, it would, to learn the story. It would. It does provide some insight to the story in Halo Infinite. But the way they wrote Infinite, you know, now that I've actually got clear through the campaign. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. I'm still not impressed with the opening. I was, I was really hoping for a longer opening sequence than we got. The one with Eshram or with Atriox. Atriox. I was really hoping for, you know, a longer presentation. I, I don't know. You know, maybe to get people up more to speed, but I mean, they did a good job through the entire campaign of getting everybody up to speed for the most part. I just, I really liked the opening of Halo 4. With, with uh, Halsey and With Dr. Halsey and everything. Yeah, I really liked that. That was cool. <laughs> and I was really impressed with it. And granted, with the way they wrote it, you did need to know about the game before. Certain pieces, yeah. Yeah, but it was still, I still liked the storytelling in, you know, in that sequence. It was a good sequence. I I mean, I think as a Halo fan, you always want more. Yeah. Well, no, I, what I should say is I was satisfied with what I was given in Halo 4. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, I would take more, but I didn't need more. You know, I didn't feel like I didn't get enough. Where in Infinite, we basically see Chief kicked, and that's it. I mean, it was it was kind of setting up. I, I, what was- I understand, and with the way they did the story, it, it works. Like I said, I just, I wanted more story at the very beginning. Okay, yeah, I you wanted more story. Kind of more of a lead up gotcha. to Chief getting his butt kicked by Atriox. It's interesting because I, I feel like that's not the first time I've heard people say that they wanted something a little bit more, but I almost feel like that was probably something intentionally done by three four three. As far as I'm sure they, it was, we really we really want this level of mystery and unknown, and you obviously need some core pieces so that in mm-hmm. beginning tie in with. Atriox and and Chief being throughout the ship was kind of like okay here's here's a grounding point that pulls in. Halo Wars 2 and the rest of 
what happened yeah. to at least give you a grounding point for the beginning of the game, but still left that. Yeah, mystery. I'm definitely not saying it was bad. I just I'm being greedy, which is okay. I mean, that's we're Halo fans. We we always want want more and just give me more. Yeah, and prestige. I did not know that the legend that well, okay. Beating the store under 30 minutes just for maybe a plain laser run? Yeah, that I'm not surprised because there's lots of shortcuts in the but yeah, grapple you skip ground half pound. The game. Yeah, and the grapple ground pound glitch also has helped a lot of people apparently get past things. So, yeah, I'm the, the last time I checked was, which was I think like three weeks ago, the record was under 38 minutes. For Lazo speedrun, you know, I, I the speedrunning aspect that's fine. Every one of those players played the entire campaign before they started doing the speedrun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So they got the story, mm-hmm. and you know, once you've gone through the story a couple of times, you know, after yeah, I did fine. it a, a couple of times, I was speedrunning on easy while I was skull hunting. <laughs> there you go. When I was going through the campaign, finding all the campaign collectibles, you know, all the audio logs, the skulls, the Spartan cores, all that stuff. Sure. I was speedrunning it. But the one thing I appreciated was the very beginning is that I was interested in stopping and listening to all the audio dialogue. And I will tell you that if you're out exploring the world, Take a minute and listen to the audio dialogue. It just happens when you enter an engagement because there's little bits of story there too that tell you about the character you're about to assassinate and tell you a little bit more about the infinite story. And the Grunt Towers are just absolutely hilarious. Yep. I still need to work on that video. I would say not only in the open world to do that, but in the more classic style missions where you're coming up on certain key points, especially regarding the weapon and Cortana and some of the other key characters in the campaign. Yeah. Don't skip, you know, well, granted a a lot of you have already played through the campaign. So you're, but if you go through again, just stop and listen and don't skip any of the cutscenes because there's a lot of good information in there. There's, there's actually a nice little, tidbit in the room where you find the despondent pyre kind of broken up mm-hmm. and in pieces before you exit the room I'm assuming most people at this point have probably at least played and got to or has seen the legendary ending in case you haven't this will be a little I have bit not yet okay well okay there's an extra little bit at the for the legendary campaign, that's different from the normal campaign. It's basically the normal campaign, and there's something added on top on top of that. That legendary ending is supposed to be the only time that you're supposed to hear those voices, but you actually hear those voices in a kind of Easter egg type audio file in that room if you wait there long enough. So just just a little tease of a. I don't know if it's an Easter egg per se, or it's just something that you can go and actually wait to hear. But mm-hmm. before you leave that room, just wait five to ten minutes, 
for audio lines to trigger. There's, I think, two or three sets of audio lines. They're about three to five minutes in between each one. Oh, and I, it, I I'm just wondering what else there is like that. Yeah. Well, if you hang around the other monitor, what is his name? Spondent Pyre and... On your first meeting, if you kind of hang around in that first room that you meet him in, before you walk up to the plinth, he mm-hmm. has some additional lines, too. Oh, I bet. Also, I just I just saw this the other, uh, today. At the very beginning of the game, when you're doing your con- calibration, don't look at the lights. <laughs> don't look at the lights. Just look at the pilot and watch the pilot. I'm not going to say anything else. Just do it. Start After a new campaign. Long? Just sit there and wait. Okay. I don't know how long it takes because I haven't done it personally, but just wait. It is hilarious. I saw a video of it uh, this morning. Adjutant resolution. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Some and like a lot of this stuff, I, I didn't run. I didn't rush through the campaign the first time, but I, I didn't deliberately stop mm-hmm. that much either. There's a lot of stuff in there that, even in a normal campaign playthrough, if you don't hang around, you're gonna you're gonna miss it. It's weird. Well, and after I did my first campaign run just to get the story, I I ran through things so freaking much to mm-hmm. try to find all the unlocks and unlock everything <laughs> that I probably need to go back and just play through very slowly the camp the campaign again just to get that sense of what else did I possibly miss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so back to some other updates. There is a new event out. It is the Cyber Showdown event. It's happening for two weeks. There's a new game mode called Attrition, which is very similar to the... Battle Royale? No, the uh, Elimination game mode from Halo 5, where it's like you have a pool of lives and... It's well. It's, it's not exactly like elimination because elimination is just a really long respawn. You have to eliminate everybody, but everyone has a pool of lives, almost kind of like the uh, the ticket system in Battlefield. So each team has a. Has well, a you have a set. You have a set set amount of automatic revives. After that, if you go down, a teammate has to revive you. Okay, so it's an inter- interesting little uh, mechanic. Something. And then if the game goes too long, something else happens. Oh, I haven't gotten that yet. The event's only been out for two days. I haven't played it yet, honestly. I haven't either. Fletch did a video on it. Okay. And it's basically 4v4 Battle Royale. Huh. Okay. If it goes long enough, a death barrier spawns and starts shrinking. So this is kind of Halo's adaptation of Battle Royale in yeah. Arena Shooter. Interesting. Now I'm intrigued. So everybody that wanted Battle Royale, go play it, because it's right now. It's just go. smaller team. It's called Attrition. It's out for at least two weeks. I don't know if it'll be tied specifically to this event as far as availability. It'll probably enter into a rotation if I had to guess. So if you want to experience it, now is the time. And I will be hopping on that this weekend if we don't play it on uh, Friday, at least. 
Uh, Bobby thinks that the bear only spawns after both team life point pools are empty and it's on revives only. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the rules of the game are. I, I just know it. If the game goes long enough, it spawns in what the trigger is. I don't know. I still would like to see, depending on how powerful the fort system is, some kind of at least community made battle royale. Well, the tools are there. They have the the attrition game type. Pretty much. I mean, you just set your uh, automatic you just, revives to one or zero, and then, mm-hmm. and then I guess it. Well, it also depends on kind of the random weapon spawn and equipment spawn system. Mm-hmm. Like how how random can you make those things? in forge maps and like can you put those on the percentages like this thing spawns here this percentage of the time and the it could spawn one of these things it's, with different weights on those different it things. is possible we don't know because we don't have the we don't have yet. the forge yet <laughs> yeah um and if halo 5's forge is any indication i imagine that there will be some significant changes in infinite uh I mean, Infinite's already a pretty drastic difference with Halo 5, so I would be very surprised if there's not some major overhauls to the Forge system that the community can't take advantage of. Speaking of which, I went to fire up Halo 5 Forge just to work on some of the achievements uh-huh. about uh, two or three weeks ago, and I couldn't get it to launch. <laughs> really? Yeah. It couldn't connect to servers. Oh, shoot. I need to check on that. Oh no! Hopefully that was just a temporary thing. I, I I haven't heard that they were shutting anything down for the Halo Five Forge. They're not supposed to be. I mean, they connect to the same backend servers. Yeah. Huh. Oh. I was just gonna goof around in Forge and just get some achievements and. Yeah, I mean, because some of those are easy to get, and you can farm those if you get enough people to actually mm-hmm. play on the map that you've made. Microsoft now owns both major both major first person shooter series. That's that was an interesting acquisition, especially with all the bad PR around Activision. I'm surprised that they decided to go with that purchase. Well, that's probably what made it purchasable. <laughs> hey, we're in the dumps. You want to buy us out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. I would I would bet that Activision was all of a sudden in some financial issues. There's got to be some major shakeups Activision if uh, their whole thing of being inclusive and trying to be a good platform is <laughs> a goal of Xbox still because Activision sure is not has a reputation for meeting some uh, well, of those objectives. Being- uh, of course, being under Mama, Mama Microsoft, there could be a lot of people getting a pink slip. Yeah, that's not a bad point. We'll see. We'll see how things move and shake the rest of the week. Yeah, a lot it, of people are surprised be, by it's that. Gonna, it's an inter, it very interesting acquisition. It is. I didn't think. I really didn't think Activision was even in that kind of position that they would sell. Apparently I was incorrect. Yeah. I mean, the blizzard side of Activision blizzard's actually been pretty good as far as like, mm-hmm. I mean, overwatch has been very successful. 
Um, so is World of Warcraft, Diablo. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying it's a bad purchase, but it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. Mm-hmm. I didn't what's realize. Funny, what's funny is now PlayStation will be promoting a Xbox stone game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, the whole console versus console wars. Just with all the acquisitions now, it's just kind of almost a mute point. <laughs> like, you have your preferred platform to play on, but, yeah. You know, Phil Spencer put out a tweet earlier, and, he, you know, he'd been on the phone with Sony, and they did state that COD is going to stay a Sony title. And, you know, they're not taking it away from Sony. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know. see why Microsoft He didn't, he didn't go that. into, you know, all the details on it. I'm sure there's going to be some upsides for uh, Xbox players as well, but he's not taking it away from Sony. So, I mean, it sounds like they're going to, you know, play well together, I should say. And, you know, we'll the X PlayStation. Oh, <laughs> the X PlayStation, the PlayStation X. Oh, it's one of those things that, uh, just because Xbox bought out these companies, it doesn't mean that games aren't going to be made still for other platforms. Yeah. I mean, really, how many? There's only been a cup, a few Microsoft games that have been really console restricted. I mean, it's only traditionally been just first parties. Yeah, yeah. All the other acquisitions that Xbox made hasn't been. Yeah. A, I mean, it may be like an Xbox first or a, hey, there's special little things that they throw in on xbox Mm -hmm. but it's it's outside of the first party titles it's never been a only xbox consoles will get future games from these companies yeah uh Uh, halo gears uh fable that was exclusively xbox i believe it started out that way i thought Fable was because i thought it had a pc version too well xbox windows Forza, there's more. Why am I blanking? There, there's other first part. Why? Why am I blanking? I would. What you would say probably less than ten games total. Oh yeah, it's it's not that many AAA yeah. first party games. So you know, I th- I don't think it's going to be a problem. No. Although, I'm sure there are people watching Microsoft to make sure they don't get too big of a piece of the pie. <laughs> I mean, that that's always the back and forth. Yeah. Of these. And I mean, if it always gets too big, there'll be a, uh, antitrust suit yeah. that comes up, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just, which are a dime a dozen these days. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> pockets just keep getting bigger. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, in what other, other news, news, what other news we got? So we we had the uh, Cyber Showdown event happening. Uh, three for three. Big also. team battle broke again. Yeah, we oh. talked about that a little bit. Tashi put out another update for HCS, talking about where some of the upcoming things. Also made kind of repeat on the Anaheim mini qualifiers, not or regional finals, not being an in person event for audience members 
some of the changes and feedback that is being acted upon from the community, which is kind of cool to see that they're actually able to take in feedback and act on it pretty quickly. I'm guessing there's a lot of things within the the engine of Halo Infinite that allows them to make some of these changes on the fly. So they mentioned updates to the observer mode primarily as far as the reticle, making sure colors are properly being displayed and some of the other little HUD elements. And those are looking to be updated and uh, refined. Did they actually put observer mode in Infinite? Or only in their custom build? Probably just for their custom build or their tournament yeah. viewer. I haven't dig in, dug into custom games to, to see if there is an observer mode. There might I be an observer mode in I custom haven't games. either. <laughs> it might be there. It could be. I just I haven't I haven't even fired up custom games yet. We're getting their pens. Just be patient. We're getting there. Don't rush him. Don't rush me. He actually has two articles out, not just one, because he also made the post on the Cyber Showdown. So there you go. Anyways. Uh yes. Uh for those that are in the chat, Pins is referencing Haruspis making his first Halo Cannon fodder article on Halo Waypoint. The reins have been handed over from Grim Brother 1 over to Haruspis or Alex uh, Wakeford. For those who don't know him, he's been around the community for a while doing a lot of kind of lore articles. He has a lot of in-depth articles on his haruspis.blog, which is now on hiatus because he's working for 343. But uh, he did a pretty massive retrospective on the story leading up to Halo Infinite and several other um, write-ups on some of the novels and other little tidbits in the lore of, of Halo. But on his first one, he does goes over a couple of products coming out, including the uh, Art of Halo Infinite and the Halo Encyclopedia, which is coming out on March 29th, which is, what, the third, the fourth or fifth encyclopedic-type book that 343 has released at this point? Yeah, maybe it'll get this one right. Too soon? Nah, there'll be there'll be there'll be something wrong in there too. It, it, there, there's always something that kind of slips through. A little update on the Halo Rubicon protocol. Just a little bit of a precursor on what the timeline and environment for the book is going to be. That comes out June 28th of this year, and it also goes into some flavor text for some of the uh, multiplayer maps in the game. And there's a whole bunch of little other things in here talking about different aspects of Halo Infinite. Go give it a read over on uh, Halo Waypoint. Mending Mercy actually gets a question asked in his little Q&A piece, which is pretty cool. And then uh, another little thing which isn't on Halo Waypoint but was tweeted out by Halo earlier today was a uh, Halo Infinite art blast posted over on uh, ArtStation which is where a lot of artists in the industry actually go and post some of their art. Um, there's an industry manager for ArtStation, Daniel Wade, who put together a huge, huge library of Halo Infinite artwork from environment artists to concept artists to lighting artists. This thing is massive. There is so much art in here. The scroll bar is so freaking tiny. If you go over to uh, ArtStation. Damn, I'm going to have to go get that another hard drive now. 
There, there's a lot of art on here. I don't, I don't know. Time to, time to update the wallpaper folder. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a little uh, prelude to the entire work of art on this article by Sparth. There are some spoilerish type things on here if you haven't finished the campaign yet, so tread carefully. Or just finish the campaign and then go look at some of this. Uh, some of the artwork we have seen before. What really fascinated me as I was kind of skimming through this is with how many different arts artists there were and the different aspects of like environment artists, lighting artists, concept artists. It was interesting to see how everyone almost had kind of a unified vision of what the Halo Infinite art style was going to be. Mm-hmm. What their implementation was going to look like, how certain things were influenced by different parts of the Halo universe from past games or other artwork that's been made before. It it was really fascinating to see, like, no, th- there's there's an identity that was kind of universally agreed to or that just kind of fit well together in the universe. And, and maybe they cherry-picked it. They probably did a little bit, but even to that point, to see how everything kind of all blended together and meshed well is, I think, quite a testament to how unified the vision was in really trying to draw on the legacy of Halo art, like the mysterious, the mystery of the Halo ring and the Pacific Northwest outdoor environment, and also bringing in that kind of familiar and alien feel with some of the art for the banished side of things the harbinger and the endless just just everything working together and actually having a visual style goal together was very cool the one ring concept with atrox that one is pretty cool and there yeah there's a lot of stuff in in here go check it out if you are interested in just having your eyes just blasted with halo awesomeness because that, that's that's what you get get through here. I started scrolling through and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And then I looked over the scroll bar and I'm like, I'm not even a tenth of the way down the page. <laughs> and that was me looking for at least 10 minutes. It, it would take us probably two hours to pick our top three if we had to pick a top three in here. Like we used to do. With uh, all I'm, the- thinking, I'm thinking three weeks. <laughs> I get to you at the beginning of March. Anyway, I am looking real forward to... Uh, uh, looking through that, I'm also looking forward to the new book. Any new book? Dustin needs to summer. catch up with. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Maybe we'll have another book podcast before the next one comes out. That that would be nice. That would be nice. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, so that's all the the news type of stuff that we have. I don't think there's really much else to talk about tonight. We'll be posting the giveaway for the console finally this weekend because I'll be caught up with posting podcasts and whatnot. So pay attention to social media. We'll be posting a giveaway announcement for our Halo Xbox Infinite, our Xbox Halo Infinite Series X console. So stay tuned for that. You'll be able to enter once across each different social media platform that we'll be posting this on. So Discord, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will pretty much get you all covered on 
potential ways to enter in for the giveaway. If you want a chance to win yourself a Halo Infinite themed Xbox One Series X. The box kind of looks like that. Oh, Mine is currently uh, actually put away because of construction. And I don't want it, all the dust from the drywall to get into it. So it's put away for now. And I'm relying on my Halo 5 Xbox One at the moment for any Xbox One things I need to be playing. Uh, any other updates that I missed, GT, before I just do the, the normal rounds? Well, they did make changes to the Infinite Store. They did. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about cut, that. They, for, they cut all the prices in half. So they have one complaint down. Starting, starting there. I still have issues with what you get for the money you spend. <laughs> sure. I'm sorry. It's just if I'm buying a set, I want a set. But anyway. So they are working on it. They are going to be rolling out multiple versions of the store over some unknown time period to see what the community thinks of it. So be sure to give them your feedback on what on the changes that are made, whether you like them, you dislike them, stuff like that. And don't forget to tell them why. Yes. Don't just tell them they're jerks and they're money grabbing. Tell them why you don't like what they did. I'm curious, and we're not going to know this, but just for the sake of curiosity, I'm curious if there was any kind of drop-off in purchasing of credits to buy some of the stuff, or are they just kind of appeasing to the vocal masses and, and dropping the... I think part of it is they they heard what the community was saying. I'm sure they did see a drop-off. Because you always get the initial rush. Yep. And uh, they probably did see a significant drop off in purchases, you know, over, you know, over the time between launch and now. Um, they probably saw a, well, what they probably saw is a percentage of purchases versus players. Because with the issues with big team, Mm-hmm. And some other issues that the game does have. Uh, there are people complaining about lack of content, which and a classic Halo game doesn't rely on content to stay ahead of the game. So right. to anybody that says that and then says they want a classic Halo game, you're a fraud. Well, and in today's day and age, how people have dictated the industry works is to stay relevant. You need constant right. updates and unlocks. So that's a byproduct say, of how the gaming this is industry why, is responding to gamers. Yeah. This is why I said what I said the last time we talked about this. Yep. Halo infinite was not designed for not completely designed to appear or to be a classic Halo game. Like, People like me grew up with. Well, For the multiplayer say, side of things. I'll age. I say aged with because <laughs> I was already grown up when I started playing Halo. It's not. It, it was never designed for us. The when And I knew this when they announced it was going to be free to play. I knew it was going to take. It was going to have a store 
and that's what it's going to what is going to support Halo. Yeah. What I what fresh and I didn't and since they went with that model, they need to produce the content to go with it. Yep. So you can't have it both ways. Halo Infinite's gameplay is fun. It's reminiscent of earlier games. It does have the modern touches like sprint and, you know, now the grapple shot and, you know, some advanced movement, not as heavily as Halo 5, which I was completely happy with Halo 5's movement for the most part. There were, you know, there were issues that I had. There were things I had issue with. But, you know, overall, I like playing Infinite. It is a fun game, even with the limited amount of maps that we have and the limited amount of game game types. I enjoy playing it when I play it. The reason I haven't played it much lately is because I've been, in, you know, infatuated with Campaign, which is absolutely amazing. Yep. I mean, I literally spent all day Monday hunting for stuff in the open world. And somehow and can, I missed you- and somehow I missed a locker and a Spartan core. So I'm going to yeah. figure that one out. Anyway. Uh, Are you at the point yet where you're about to use the, the map or <coughs> use the map? There's a community map out there as far as like where everything's located. Actually, I, I gave up on that stupid map. <laughs> Crits. No, I'm serious. It, it is. I have not hey, seen Crits Crits cast in here in a long time. Isn't it late for you? Isn't it like two in the morning? Actually, what almost three in the morning. Awake? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for the gift sub over to, to MH Cosplay. Uh, for those that yes. are uh, curious, ChrisCast is a t- Team Fortress 2 community. Um, they host a lot of different... Never too late to discuss hats. <laughs> Very true. Uh, lots of customization over here. Not necessarily hats, but helmets close enough. Yeah, you, you they go them. on the head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ish. But they, they are a Team Fortress 2 community who put on a lot of different uh, community events and tournaments and also have a podcast side of things as well. We were actually part of a podcast group with them a, a while ago. I don't know if that's you, Agro, behind the Critscast account, but it's been uh, it's been a while since since we've seen it. It's been a day around. or two. Yeah. Yeah. Hope everything is going well. Hope the uh, the community events and the podcast has been been going well for you guys i i see you still haven't run out of your long um lo-fi long waves yet oh pins did you find did you find my interview segment is that what that youtube video is is that my interview segment <laughs> okay i gotta i gotta watch do you not remember that there was no that- i just gotta watch it again <laughs> it's 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 me where um for the for the podcast listeners um i was we did like for the podcast group that we had <laughs> probably the, um, over ten thousand dollars on Halo. <laughs> yeah, think of the hats, Agro. Think of the hats. Yes, that was long before GT was a co-host. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this uh podcast network that we were a part of, it was Guardian Radio, a uh, Critscast, Potacular, and. Uh, I forget what the other show was. Agro, drop it in the chat if you remember which one it was. I think there was one or two other ones. And we did a little rotation where all the podcast hosts hopped on the other podcast to cross-promote each other. 
And I was talking about all the different conventions I had been to, events, and how much money I spent on traveling to these different things and spending money on paraphernalia, memorabilia. And yeah, I dropped how much I'd, I'd spent on traveling places and doing that. And they were like, how much have you spent on this thing? Anyways, uh, good to see you drop on over here, Agro. It's been a long time. I was actually yes. over in, in your neck of the woods last month, believe it or not. And you didn't say hi. Jeez. We what had kind a of person are you? We, <laughs> we had a busy agenda. <laughs> Next time we're over there, though, I will, I will hit you up for sure. Um, but go check them out. They're on Twitch. They have events at least once a month, if not games being streamed. I feel like almost every week. Or at least it seemed like it every week for the the last couple of years. I don't know if that's that's slowed down or not, but Team Fortress 2 is definitely a, an interesting shooter on the PC. There's There's been lots of different updates over the, the years that it's been out on PC. Uh, community provides a lot of updates to the game as well. Uh, lots of customization craziness happening on uh, Team Fortress 2. Yeah. There's hats. There, there's hats and, and a whole bunch of other things. It's it's its own unique little implementation of customization in, in a shooter that hasn't exactly been replicated, I think, in any other game. It's 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 very unique and it, the community is very niche in a way with hats. But every time I've I've played Team Fortress 2, it's it's a very welcoming community. A lot of the folks there you can find ways to really get involved with different groups and clans it's overall it's for the times i've i've played team fortress 2 and i'll hop on it every once in a while but it's it's a fun time really is plenty of tf2 comp coming up okay very nice to hear uh but yeah go give them go give them a watch uh it's k-r-i-t-z-k-a-s-t or for those from the uk k-r-i-t-z-k-a-s-t yeah, unique esports never supported by Valve. <laughs> Only ever indirectly if if they have been. Well, that's going to wrap up the podcast for tonight. Hopefully, we'll have Haas back next week and we'll start finally diving into either the Halo 360 sunset with Silver and a couple other guest hosts, or we'll start jumping into the campaign and our multiplayer tips. So keep an eye out on our social media for asking submissions. Also, if you have any fun clips from Halo that you want to share, any cool Spartan configurations and customizations, feel free to drop those, either mentioning us on social media or coming on over to our Discord and and dropping a note over there. You can find us across all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, not MySpace, until someone actually, you know, puts it in there. Pans! There's, There's your bingo square. We have our podcast happening every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. on Twitch. You can come on over and watch us there. We also have Frag and Friday happening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's hosted by GT with votes happening on the Discord. If you plan on participating in the game night and want to influence what game we may be playing, whether it's going to be MCC, Halo 5, or Halo Infinite, hop into our Discord, podtacular.com slash Discord, head on over to the game night channel, and make your vote known and your voice heard and then come on over and join us at 8 30 on fridays and then we also have achieving halo which takes place on sundays between uh, 9 30 and 10 to start and bobby and i are currently going through our halo wars general ranks so we're going to 
be grinding that out probably for the next couple of weeks. And then once we get that done, I will be hopping on to do my laser run for Halo Infinite. So those are the <laughs> Achieving Halo things that will be coming up. You can also find the podcast on probably your favorite podcasting service, but in case we are not there, feel free to reach out to us and let us know what we're not on so we can work on getting our podcast on those platforms. We're on things like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, and uh, feel free to leave a review on whichever podcasting platform that you listen to podcasts. It helps uh, get the word out there on the, the podcast being here. And also subscribe to podcasts for potential interviews coming up. I'm hoping to actually get some studio people on the podcast this year now that Infinite's finally out and that there's not a big need to keep everything under wraps so much. So hopefully that'll happen. Uh, you can <clears throat> support the show in a number of different ways other than sharing us with your friends and family, coworkers, uh, whatever. You can financially support us if you so choose. Uh, we do this out of pocket, out of uh, just passion for the Halo community. Um, and then it's things like donations and Twitch subscriptions and Patreon members that help us do some of the cool things that we get to do, like the Infinite Console giveaway and also the um, Fiesta Frenzy tournament that we did last year. To do that, you can become a subscriber on Twitch. You can join our Patreon over at podtacular.com slash Patreon. Huge thanks to Confal, Pins, and Prestige for continuing to be loyal patrons over there. And if you so choose, you can donate to us via PayPal, podtacular.com slash donate. And we've got all of those little commands in the Twitch chat for those that are over there right now, so feel free to hit those up. That'll wrap it up for the podcast tonight. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you all next week here with more Halo news. Hopefully, Big Team will be working again, and we'll see how the community reacts to this initial update to the store and the battle pass and all that good stuff. And hopefully, we'll have Haas back. Who knows? Maybe our first guest of the 2022 will be on next week. See what happens. Until then, keep on fragging them drugs. Drugs.